The third Republican primary debate takes center stage in Florida with just five candidates on stage. That group includes Governor Ron DeSantis, Senator Tim Scott, and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. The five candidates hope to become the clear alternative to former President Trump. A recent CBS News poll found 61% of likely GOP primary voters have indicated they will vote for Mr. Trump. Mr. Ramaswamy, uh, we've talked about this. You campaign on TikTok. How do you get TikTok banned if you use it? Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy Ivanka Trump on the witness stand. The former president's daughter was called to testify by the attorney general in the civil fraud case brought against the Trump real estate empire. Ivanka Trump is the last of the former president's children to testify and the last witness that the attorney general's office plans to call in this civil fraud trial. Already, her testimony and her whole demeanor has been in stark contrast to that of her father's. Ivanka, she's been calm, concise, polite, even smiled at the judge. There are at least two witnesses out of Ivanka Trump's testimony is different compared to the other Trumps. One, she is no longer a defendant, unlike her brothers and father. The second way this testimony is different is that Ivanka is not on the defense's witness list. So the state has just this one chance to question her. She will attempt to distance herself from the company. But unfortunately, Shut the up. facts will reveal that in fact she was very much involved. Mayor Adams taking questions from reporters about the FBI's raid last week at his chief fundraiser's home. Federal investigators looking into whether the mayor's campaign received illegal foreign donations. She outraised every other fundraiser that was in the race. She worked hard. She learned. Mayor Eric Adams on his top fundraiser, Brianna Suggs. Last week, FBI agents raided the home of Suggs. According to the search warrant, the FBI is investigating whether the Adams 2021 mayoral campaign conspired with the KSK Construction Company of Brooklyn to funnel foreign money into the campaign by way of a straw donor scheme. And while agents left with several boxes, the mayor, confident and insistent that no wrongdoing has occurred by way of a directive that's been in place since before day one. And what I stated, we must always follow the rules because we knew that our campaign will always be scrutinized. And so we wanted to make sure we were above reproach. It's official. The actor's strike is over after 118 days. SAG-AFTRA has reached a tentative agreement on a new three-year contract with the studios and streamers. SAG-AFTRA announced that the union's TV theatrical committee approved the agreement in a unanimous vote on Wednesday. The deal will go to the union's national board on Friday for approval. The performers' union announced the provisional agreement on Wednesday after about two weeks of renewed negotiations. The development came not long before a deadline of 5 p.m. that the Alliance of Motion Picture and television producers had set for the union to give their answer on whether they had a deal. So far, the union is keeping quiet on the details of the agreement, which will likely emerge in the next few days prior to the union's ratification vote. If the deal is ratified, the contract could soon go into effect, and if not, members would essentially send their labor negotiators back to the bargaining table with the AMPTP. Well, I gotta tell you, Benny, it is great to be back on the 4th of July. You think they do the down in Florida? Look, you get a bottle rocket. I'm sure. How's Ronaldo doing? I tell you, it's like a miracle. The guy is doing so much better. In fact, he made it to the hospital. I saw you next week. 
That's great. Please send them my love. I don't have to. You can do it yourself. It's coming back to Brooklyn. With or without the blessing of that Long Island, it's coming back to Brooklyn. a great scene right there. That would be the ninth and final episode of Grey's End Season 2. That's me and William DeMeo, the writer, creator, director, and star. He plays uh, Benny Z. Of course, I play Dave Busco. And uh, it's in Brooklyn. We filmed that scene on West Street in the Gravesend section of Brooklyn. In fact, in that scene, you see me and Willie at this big Fourth of July celebration in Brooklyn in fact, I'm wearing the same exact sport jacket I'm wearing this morning, this uh, beautiful blue jacket. I was wearing a pink shirt that day. I'm wearing yellow this morning. But you can see me and Benny, Willem DeMeo, start to walk towards this big table. And that table is the crew, you know, Chris Marmondo and Peter Gordio and Bo Deedle and Fat Tommy, the whole crew. And right behind the table, you can see... Danielle and Gabriel Rosenberg, they're actually in the scene. In fact, when the scene started, when we uh, started to tape it, Danielle was on her cell phone. And Willie, right in the middle of the scene, starts yelling, hey, put the phone down. Because, of course, the Gravesend series is supposed to be 1985. There were no cell phones in 1985. So they warned all of the quote-unquote extras not to have anything with them that looks more like 2022 and not 1985. So Gabe was all upset that Willie yelled at Danielle, but he kind of figured out afterwards it was all part of the day. But it's a great scene. It is a great mob drama. Again, season two doing very, very well. And as I told you guys a couple of days ago, I have recently been contacted by Paul Borghese, one of the guys that uh, writes and directs along with Willie, Peter Gordio, and others that we are getting very, very close to start shooting season three. And I believe my first scenes, much like season two, will be in Miami, where I shot a couple of great scenes, as you saw, Lewis, with Andrew Dice Clay, which is in the second episode. That was the ninth. That was back in Brooklyn. But that that tennis scene in episode two is a great scene. you got to admit that, right? I'll never play tennis again. Never again. Because you may get whacked in the head with a racket. Yeah. So we may be uh, shooting that soon, but everything was on hold. You know, I made this uh, great movie, Inside Man. It was first called Gemini Lounge out in Los Angeles a couple of years ago with Danny A. Danny A's had an amazing career. This kid is in his 40s. 
Holy Rollers, The Iceman, Wolf of Wall Street, The Irishman, Inside Man, Mob Town, Lansky, The Jackie Ryan Story, all part of his IMDb. So he makes this great movie about the Gemini Lounge, and he, he actually gets me a role, thanks to guys like Heshi Organbaum and Bo. And um, it was a great role. I played Dracula, Roy DeMeo's cousin, and it was just a heck of a lot of fun. And now he's talking about making another movie about those two mob cops from uh, New York. You know those guys. But everything was put on hold, whether it's Danny A or Gravesend or other opportunities that came my way because I had lots of momentum after the summer. Don't forget, Gravesend and Inside Man basically came out at the same time. And they're both right now still doing well on Amazon Prime. Gravesend is a TV series. Inside Man is a movie, which we actually saw in a movie theater on Avenue H in Brooklyn. So I had two scripts. I had great momentum. I'm not claiming to be the next Robert De Niro, not even close. But I had a lot of really big actors. Big actors reach out to me and say, Sid, I know you're the king of radio, but you're not bad. You're actually a pretty good actor. And then it died with the strike. But the strike looks like it's over. And I think um, Fran Drescher, who was in season two of Gravesend as well, believe it or not, she's also going to be in season three. But, of course, most known for that great TV series, The Nanny, she is the president of uh, of our union. And uh, she was very, very strong the whole time, nearly 120 days about not caving in and getting the actors what they wanted. And I think she's getting some some appeal from these actors and other folks throughout the country today. Isn't that right, Noam? I would, I would say that's correct. I mean, the, you remember the strike began back on July 17th, and you're talking not just about the wealthy actors, but really the majority of this union is people who work. They don't know where the next job is coming from. Oh, they so make have, no money. They're yeah. like uh, grips and even caterer. <laughs> who knows who these poor people are? Yeah. 